Hey guys, we're back. It's another episode of Not A Talk Show, where we talk and we show, but it's not on TV, so I think that uh, that counts. Last episode, I said, hey, I'm not going to talk a lot about Jeff Bezos, and then I talked about it pretty much the entire time. So this episode, we're not going to talk about Jeff Bezos at all. So see you later, Jeff. That's enough. I wanted to talk a little bit about anime. Here and there, I go through phases where I'll watch I'm always watching some, you know, everybody's always got a show going on. But lately, I've been watching Hunter Hunter again, or Hunter x Hunter, for all of you guys out there that say that. And it got me thinking about anime in general. Which, I mean, growing up, and I'm sure it's the climate in the, the United States, and I mean everywhere, has kind of changed a little bit. To where I remember... People saying, oh, anime is dumb, don't watch anime, you big, big nerd, you weeb, that kind of stuff, where you got criticized. I was even talking to one of my coworkers the other day who said the same thing. He didn't tell anybody in high school that he watched anime because he was afraid of being made fun of for it, and he played football and all that stuff, and that wasn't something you did if you played sports. But anime's good. There's some good ones, just like anything. There are good ones, there are bad ones, and there are middle-of-the-road guys. But one of the things I've been thinking about a lot with Hunter Hunter, and we're going to talk about a couple here, and maybe literally just two, Hunter Hunter and Pokemon, the anime, are the amount of children protagonists you get in there. And not just children protagonists, but children that go, depart on an epic quest when they're, we'll say, 10 to 12 years old, and probably in their teens somewhere too. And then you hear, so Hunter Hunter is an example. The main character, Gone Freaks, is 12 years old when he goes off to take the hunter exam and everyone else is like 30 years old except for Leorio another one of the main characters not to get too deep into it Gone child Killua other main character also 12 and then Leorio is his character model and everything he wears a suit he's carrying a briefcase he's got glasses he's like at least two and a half times taller than Gone and Killua and they mention that he's a teenager at some point. And I mean, sure, but also, I don't know. Because everyone's like, you're not a teenager. He's like, yeah, I am. It's kind of part of his character. But age is hilarious in anime. And Gon talks to his aunt who raised him and is like, I'm going to go take the hunter test. And it's just a dangerous series of events. Everybody tests their might, as they say in Mortal Kombat to see if they can become a pro hunter, make a lot of money, do a lot of cool stuff. Again, trying to kind of skim over the details. Watch the show, it's pretty good. But anyway, he says to her, I'm, I'm off. I'm out of here, fellas. I'll see you at the next one. And she's like, okay, sick. Sounds good, I'll see you later. You go do that, 12-year-old. Go out there and see the world. I'm sure you can handle it, you're 12. Uh, at 12 years old, I couldn't handle hardly anything. I think I was in middle school, and that was, uh, I think middle school is one of the worst parts of uh, anybody's growing up life. Middle school's rough. So Gon goes out, he fights a bunch of people, he watches people die. It's like this crazy, a lot of stuff happens. And you just, you gotta wonder, what's the difference? And in it, it led me to think, in Japan, is that like, do they mature faster than us? Our parents kind of just like, yeah, kid, you're uh, you're on your own. 
not like you're on your own. Obviously, they live in the house and everything, but do they get more freedom? I don't know. There are other stereotypes you see, and I'm not promoting stereotypes, but you see them in movies and stuff where Asian parents are more strict. I don't know if that's a stereotype. I've heard that from a lot of people. I guess that's what a stereotype is. But anyway, that Asian parents are strict. And I feel like in that instance, they wouldn't. It's like the opposite of, hey, kid, you're 12. Go see the planet by yourself kind of thing. So yeah, anyway, the other anime that comes to mind, Pokemon, the anime. Watched that as a child. Great. The Indigo League, the first season or whatever. I think it's like 50 episodes. Excellent. But Ash Ketchum, I'm going to Google it here really quick. Ash Ketchum age. He's going to be 10 years old when he leaves from Pallet Town in the initial, the original series. And that's just what happens because Gary Oak, I think, is around the same age. Let's see. Gary Oak being Ash's nemesis, his rival, who's always trying to fight him. Age, there he is. Yeah, 10 years old. So, Gary Oak and Ash both are like, we're 10 years old, it's time to become a Pokemon master. Catch Pokemon, fight the Pokemon against each other, and be the best like no one ever was. 10 out of 10 theme song, would listen to it again. Anyway, another one. Ash's mom, his dad, nowhere to be found. That's a common anime trope as well. Ash's mom's like, you 10, get out of my house. You've grown up. You're you're a grown man. I'll see you. And I don't know if you do because I don't remember him ever actually going home in the anime. He doesn't. I guess he just, that's it. You turn 10, you're out of there. So Ash takes off. Gary Oak takes off. And in Hunter x Hunter, it makes more sense because the whole show kind of goes, it's 100-something episodes. Maybe a year or two goes by. And I mean a 12-year-old kid and a 14-year-old kid, depending on how puberty hits them, they'll look pretty close. You won't be able to say, that kid is definitely 14, or that kid's definitely 12. So in the animated world, fine, I get it. The whole show spans maybe a year or two. But for Pokemon, it's been going since 1997. And it's still going, 2020, 13 years, no, 23 years later, here I am, math. But uh, yeah, still going. Ash, still 10 years old. So Ash is immortal. He is a never-dying, never-aging individual who will forever be 10 years old. Interesting. Don't know how Pokemon's going to handle age if it goes on forever, or maybe they just won't like they haven't. And, uh, you know, that might work for them. If it's still on, it's got to be making them some money, so it's got to work. One of my favorite parts of the Pokemon anime, however, and this, it's in the first season, they're going, and if you ever played the Pokemon games or anything, you get to the point where you go through the Diglett Cave, and I think that's where they're at in the anime, and Diglets are hanging out, and they can't go through the cave because there are too many Diglets. Diglett is a little mole-looking guy. He doesn't have, he's like a worm slash mole because he goes in the ground, and he kind of looks like a mole. He's got just like two eyes and a circle nose, so he's very minimal design there. But Diglett Goes in the ground, he pops out, and because there are so many Diglets, they can't walk over the ground because the Diglets are like, nah, you ain't coming in here. And so Ash and his friends are like, dang, man, we can't go in there. There are too many Diglets. And so Gary Oak pops in to be also Gary Oak, biggest tool on earth, but he's also kind of the best character in the show. 
pops in with his... Also, he's 10 years old, and there are parts of the show where they show him in a convertible car full of women. And I don't get that. Anyway, he pops in with all of his his entourage to see the Diglets, and he says, Hi, Ash, you can't go over there. Didn't you know that Diglett can move in and out of the ground at a speed of... And he says, like, it's, it's like something tens of thousands of miles per second. And if you do the math, it's like 50 times the speed of light. And Diglett is by no means the best Pokemon in the show. And they kind of just forget that Gary Oak said that after that point. Which is weird because you could, he, Diglett could fight any other Pokemon and win. If you got anything, if you got a problem with that, no other Pokemon moves that fast. And if you can move that fast, I think you can you can punch pretty hard. Or if Diglett headbutts, I guess. Whatever he can do. Either way, you can't hit Diglett. And I mean, they do whatever. They go walk over the Diglets, they help him out, make him happy, and the Diglets are like, Yeah, sure, you can you can go through our cave, we don't care anymore. But at the same time, nobody catches a Diglet. Gary Oak says this is basically the fastest being to ever exist and could po- most likely be the strongest Pokemon there will ever be. And they just let him go. They just let Diglett fly. Maybe they couldn't catch him. Maybe that was part of it. I can't remember if they try. I'll have to watch that episode again. Now that I think about it, they might try to catch Diglett, but the ball like bounces off the ground. There are times in the show they can't catch the Pokemon because of whatever. But yeah, Diglett... Number one Pokemon. You wanna you wanna argue about it? Hit me up. I'm ready to argue about it. This has been not a talk show. I'll see you on the next one, fellas.